All right, good evening, you guys. I am back with another episode of Let's Talk About It. And tonight, we're talking about something very, very serious, you know, that goes on in the world. And, you know, it's increasing in the black community. Um, So we only felt right that we come on and talk about it. Tonight, I have two very special guests. And they are... Erica. Okay. Okay. So, um, can I'm just going to explain who you are and who you are. Mm-hmm. So, Erica, I met her a couple. Well, this is my classmate. Mm-hmm. Erica's my classmate, and we actually became, you know, a bit closer when she started dating my brother. So, I gained the sister and her. Um, and you know, a while back, I did a video about coping with death and depression, and you know, I had. I seen her share it and then I just started noticing things she would post on her timeline more and I was just I was like okay so I can tell that mental health is maybe something she has knowledge with or she's been dealing with herself and um so one day I made a post and she was like well I'm following this and not knowing that she was following it for herself um so I called her and we was on the phone for like <laughs> a minute yeah. you know just talking and like I was just I was an emotional wreck when I got off the phone with this girl she was like on my mind all day all night and um Siobhan is a mental health therapist so if you want to just you know tell us about yourself Siobhan um I've been a therapist for about two and a half years I interned for a year or maybe a year and a half but Think about it. We're all therapists. Right, right. Anytime you um, have a conversation with your friends, family, and you're doing any type of one-on-one conversation, you're counseling. Right. So don't think, um, oh, she has a degree. No, we're all therapists. Okay, awesome. Okay, so um, I'll start off, you know, just by speaking about my battles with mental health and my I think it's like a continuous thing. I don't think it's something that you just stop with. Right. Um, my biggest thing is my anxiety. Um, oh, I have really bad anxiety, y'all. People probably wouldn't know because I wouldn't say that my anxiety is like on a scale of 10. But like I it's it just it overwhelms my mind. I'm going to say that like I don't know if other people have the thing where their mind is constantly going, 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 going like you don't get a break, you know. And I'm thankful that, you know, I've been able to cope with it. You know, it has not impacted my life in such a drastic way. But I do know mental health is real. That is something I, especially from my experience when I went through depression, you know, losing my son's father, then coming home and it was just me and my son, that really put me in a dark place. So that alone was a whole lot. So Erica, would you like to, you know, just tell us a little bit about your Walk with mental health? So basically what I've been mainly um, dealing with for the past couple months is both, you know, anxiety and the um, panic attacks. I have had depression before, you know, growing up, things like that. And um, that's something I was able to overcome. But recently I've been dealing with anxiety and panic attacks, and this is something totally new to me. It is depression, but... um, like, the anxiety to me is more of a, how can I say, mental? It's more mental. Like, it messes with your mind mentally. Whereas panic attacks is more physical on your body. Like, you, your body go to having all these symptoms, and you go to experiencing different things you've never experienced before. And um, 
it's really affected my life like drastically because you know for me a normal day isn't a normal day anymore like me a couple months ago you know I'm okay like I can wake up and go about my day and just have a, a good day but now it's like any little thing triggers my panic attacks like I don't know what it is that triggers it because it just happens out the blue I can be in the car you know, I can be in the shower. I can't be in the shower for no more than five minutes because I go to freaking out and panicking. Oh, like, my chest is getting heavy. I can't breathe. Like, things like that. Like, and it's, it's really, like, people don't understand. It really takes a toll on you. Um, it takes a toll on me with my kids. You know, I'm still a mom, of course. But it's like I get in a moods where I just don't want to be bothered. I just want to be alone and things like that. So... I feel like we do need to discuss mental health because people can go about life as in there's nothing wrong with them. They're totally fine, and people can really be stuck Very true. behind closed doors. Like, judging by me on Facebook and things like that, no one would ever, you know, expect that I would be going through anything because I don't, you know, I don't act like it. But my family and my friends and people that are close to me, they know exactly, like, how much this is affecting me. It's to the point where I just feel deaf. All around me, no matter who I'm around. Whoa. I feel like my time is coming. And I can't say why. I don't know why I got this feeling. It's just, it's a mental thing. And I've, in my mind, I've convinced myself that any little thing that goes on with me, I'm, I instantly, the first thing I think, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Wow. And I can go to sleep the night, that night and wake up the next day and you're here another day. So you panic and you did all that for nothing because you're still here. Wow. Do you ever have days? I know with me, and this may this may not even be a mental health thing. I don't know where you just like you cry, like oh my God. Listen, you just cry. This got so bad on me to the point that I like literally would not. I will keep myself up at night. I will not go to sleep until six or seven o'clock in the morning when the daylight is out, because. In my mind, my anxiety and panic is so bad. I feel like if I go to sleep, you're gonna die. I'm gonna die in my sleep. So I would stay up and cry. I would break down for no reason. I'll go to my sister Nikki because I know you know I can always talk to her. Right. And it's like I don't know what's wrong with me. It's it was to the point where I told my sister like I feel like I need professional help. Like it was to the point where I'm I'm still to that point where I feel like I need rehab. Like I need some type of professional help because this is really taking a toll on my life. And I, it's to the point I don't know what to do. I I try to reach out to so many different people, and it's like every time I try to reach out to someone, oh, um, we're not accepting patients due to COVID. It was just that's the worst thing ever when you go to people. It's not it's not to the point where I'm thinking about harming myself or harming anyone else. No, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's it's just I I can't explain it. It's just. Something that I'm going through and I don't know what I'm really dealing with because I've never dealt with this before. Mm. It's way different than me dealing with depression. Depression was something I knew I was depressed. I overcame that. But this right here is something totally different. I don't know what I'm dealing with. I'm having, every day I'm having headaches and chest pains. I, like for no reason, no apparent reason at all. I used to have chest pains, and when you go to the doctor, they tell you nothing is wrong. Right. But you know, with like, mind, this isn't right. normal. Right. My body, is something going on in my body that I've never had these problems up until I started experiencing this. I've never had problems with my chest or anything like that until I started going through this, these panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And the thing is, I can't tell you why I'm going through. I don't know what triggered them. They just started out the blue. 
Have you tried to see a psychiatrist? I've tried to, like, I've been on Google. I've been calling people, like, people who I know in Belgrade, like, that I know work at, like, the Jerome Golden Center and things mm-hmm. like that. I've been reaching out to them, just reaching out basically to anybody that can help me get some help. Because, yes, my family helped me and my friends helped me, and, you know, they encourage me, or when I'm having an attack, you know, I know I can call my friend and she'll sit on the phone with me until I calm myself down. And sometimes that takes 30 minutes. When I'm having a panic attack, it can range from 30 to yeah, an hour. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to last. So if you don't mind me asking, how does a panic attack feel? Because you say it's a physical thing. Yes. How does um, how does that feel? It's like someone sitting on your, like you, mm. you it's like yeah. someone sitting on your chest. Like a 300, 400-pound person is sitting on your chest. And you're trying to take deep breaths because you feel like you can't breathe at all. Mm-hmm. And then your my body go to shaking. Sometimes my arms and my fingers go to getting numb. And like I just like I can't. I do like this. Like I try to walk around. I feel like I'm gonna pass wow. out. And I just and I go through those emotions up until I call my best friend or somebody or my sister or somebody who know what I'm going through and can actually help me. And I talk to them up until. It, I calm down. I don't care if it's an hour. They, they sit on the phone and they they talk to me until I calm down. How often do you have? It's not as bad as it was. I started um, back praying a lot more and reading. You know, I downloaded the Bible scripture. I started reading mm-hmm. the Bible more, um, mainly scriptures about stressing and things like that. Because in the Bible it says you're not supposed to stress. You're not supposed to have any worries. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you give all your worries to God. And I know that it's easier said than done, especially when you have physical symptoms on top of your mental, mm-hmm. what's going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not as frequent as they were before, but I still do have my days. And I have my days to the point where it's like, it's just this voice in my head like, you're going to die. So you're gonna pretty die. much it seems like you're having mind battles. Right. And you got to be able to control the battles right. that's going on in your mind. Within my and mind. you can't control... The battles in your mind, mm-hmm. you're gonna panic. Exactly. You're gonna exactly. You know, be, mm-hmm. You're gonna be in a different mindset exactly. from a normal person. person. Mm-hmm. And reaching out to different people, it might seem like it's the best thing. Exactly. But do they have your best interest? Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. are you going to people that's just gonna be like, girl, I don't want to be right? You know, and that's why I only deal with my best friends and mm-hmm. my sister, my like my family. I right. only my family, people that you know are people, for you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm not a people person, but I'm not. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't deal with a lot of people. I stay to myself mainly. So the only people that really know what I'm going through right. are my, my family members and my friends. When I say I was seeking out help, like more professional help, and I'm not just going to go to anybody because you can sit there and listen to me and I can tell you what I'm going through, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're going to help me. True. Not everyone can help you. So whenever I do find help, I want to make sure it's the right person that can actually understand me and help me get where I need to be at. And you have to want to help yourself exactly. as well because you can go seek therapeutic mm-hmm. services but right. a lot of times with being a therapist you find yourself sometimes doing more work than the actual client right you know and it's like whoa wait wait a minute am mm-hmm. i the therapist or the client and, it, it, mm. like, and i think that's what it got to the point where i couldn't stay home by myself my boyfriend worked overnight so every night i would go to my sister house and stay the night in my sister house until my boyfriend get off in the morning <sighs> because i would be in the house having breakdowns and panic attacks for no reason at all. It's to the point where I couldn't be alone. So have so, you ever thought about harming yourself? I've never, it, it's never gotten to that point. It's always just something like my body having these symptoms, like like I'm going to have a heart attack or something. Sometimes I feel like I can't, I'm not getting oxygen in my body. 
So I'm constantly checking my nails, checking my lips to see am I turning purple, am I having blue, like, you know, things like that. And I'm just constantly, and then my breathing, I feel like my breathing is off. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah, you told me And I feel like I'm not getting oxygen like I suppose, so I feel like my oxygen's low. Like, it's the symptoms that I'm I'm having is making me feel things that I know is not true. And it can be something that you're dealing with in life. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember having a panic attack about, it was a little over 10 years, Mm -hmm. but it was because of a relationship gone wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can remember being taken out of the house. I was on the floor, Mm -hmm. but I can remember being taken out of the house by ambulance, of course. I could hear it, but I couldn't open my Mm -hmm. eyes. I couldn't Wow. But I knew on the inside I was dealing with something hurt. So a lot of times we can be dealing with hurt that needs to be released, Mm -hmm. and we don't want to release that Mm -hmm. hurt because we love people, People. things of the nature, Mm -hmm. and we need to let things go. Mm -hmm. And you might be experiencing something where you're trying to do so much, Mm -hmm. but take care of yourself. Right. Self-care is the best care, especially when you're going through something. Mm -hmm. Only you know how much you can take. Exactly. So if you can't take care of yourself, and figure out exactly what it is that you need to take care of and how to get to the root of the problem, you're still going to have those panic Benefits, attacks. Right. Because it's deeper than the depression. Mm-hmm. Because depression, you can take pills, you can seek therapeutic services, but with panic attacks, you don't know when it's going to happen. Right. It just happened out of the blue. Out of the blue. So you got to get to the root of what it is. Right. And that's the thing. I don't know. How do we do that? I'm like, this is just me asking, you know, I'm, I'm looking at comments. Mm-hmm. How do you identify? Because sometimes people feel like they dig deep and they still don't know what's causing their anxiety, what's causing their depression, what's causing the panic. Right so how do you mm-hmm. identify what it is? Like, how do you get? How are you living your life? What are you doing in a run of a day or the week or what are you doing that's making you feel the way that you're feeling? A lot of times, you could be on the outside looking in at a person and say, oh, you look well. Right. Depression is dressed up. Oh! It's dressed right. up. Ooh. You have people with depression that looks like me. You that, that's a statement. Oh! So how, how do you know? Right. You don't know by looking at someone else. Mm-hmm. You only know from... Yourself. It's an internal thing. It's right. internal. It's internal. So you can't say, "Oh, they don't have no depression." Depression, you know. No, she, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mo- my mom didn't even know I was depressed when I went through mm-hmm. all of that stuff with him. My mom did not even know I was depressed, wow. like at all. It, I think that being in a black community as well, and not being educated growing up, we don't understand, or we might understand, but we are shy, shamed. Don't want to be looked down upon because that too. Somebody. Because we have issues. And then when people hear mental health. They They think you crazy. They instantly go to craziness, Mm -hmm. you know, crisis center, you know, things like that. And and, and it's not that at all because it's different type of depressions. You know, people deal with different struggles daily. So you cannot base my struggle and call me crazy because I'm going through some things. No, that's not how it works. And I hate when people. Well, yeah, I hate when people use the term okay. hate um not hate but crazy crazy right because you got to understand the term crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. right everybody deal with things different mm-hmm. your actions will show what you're dealing with exactly or what you're going through but being called crazy 
no, you don't understand my struggle. You don't know what I'm walking through. Right. You worded that right? perfectly. Right. So Look, that's say, why oh, you're a therapist. Crazy, <laughs> right. So when people say, oh, she crazy, oh, okay. Right. That's how you see me, but you don't know what I'm going, going through. through. So in order in life, I always felt like in order to get through, you got to go through. But are you going to be still in that place that is holding you back and right. you have so much hurt? Mm-hmm. You got to release the pain or the things that you're going through in order to heal. And honestly, it sheds so much pain. Like, and I, I discussed it with Jazz, and I told her. I was, this girl had me crying. I'm not Whew. to the point, I'm to the point where I can talk about my anxiety and, um, you know, panic attacks, because that's something people deal with mm-hmm. daily. But it's certain things I've dealt with in my life that I'm not openly ready to talk about just right. yet. Right. So I know that those, you know, that trauma and that hurt and, you know, so much... Just so much that I've dealt with from even being a little girl on growing up. Like, it's just a lot of things that I've dealt with within my life that I have never had time to fully get over or things that I have not dealt with, things I just pushed to the back. Like, you know, oh, okay, I'm just going to act like this never happened. I'm just going to go and live my life and just try my best to pretend like this never happened to me, even though it can right. be something very traumatic that I know will affect me later on in like one way or another. It's going to affect you. But I'm the type of person that I've just always kept a lot of things that happened to me to myself. I've always dealt with it on my own. I, I you know, I'm not going to say I never felt like I had never had anyone I could go to because I did. But to me, I felt like I never had anyone I could go to that would understand me. and mm, where That's a whole different so thing. I keep a lot of things to myself. When you keep in, when you keep things to yourself, you're suppressing right. everything mm-hmm. that's going on. Right. So that means you're putting hurt on, on top, top of hurt, hurt mm-hmm. on top of hurt. And that's what's so going it's on. So it's going to take longer for you to mm-hmm. heal because you're trying to cover up things instead right. of releasing something. Then maybe something else is going to come in. Right. So you want to be able to at least deal with this issue before you start putting issues on top right. of issues. And I think a lot of times, um, as a woman, we try to there for others mm-hmm. we carry the world on our shoulders right. unknowingly we to do everything but we hurt on the inside right right so i'm taking your battles your struggles oh your baby daddy problems you crying on my shoulder <laughs> i'm right. gonna cry too. too right but who can i cry, cry to too. when mm-hmm. everybody's crying on me exactly so sometimes the stronger ones need He's, help too yeah right and I just look at it like being a therapist, we got to seek therapeutic services too. Hello. Everybody need it. Everybody need it. And you made a great point. Point, Siobhan made a great point when we were talking, you know, off camera. And she said, um, every like this is therapy. Like it, me talking to Erica, Erica talking to me, you don't necessarily have to go pay someone to sit down and tell them, but having someone to listen to you without judging you is an amazing, like that alone is so helpful it you know it's but sometimes it's hard and I seen I think it was Sonia she said you know she doesn't even talk to people because they make her feel so low that is a hurtful feeling those are the type of people you do not need in your life because whenever you go through anything in life who if you have those type of people who are you going to be able to turn to you're going to be dealing with things all on your own and it's going to get to the point where it's literally going to have make you have a mental breakdown. I had a mental breakdown because I dealt with stuff for so long. And when I when I finally did, you know, want to address it, it was too late. Like, wow. I, I, I literally broke, like, had a mental breakdown. So wow. people like that, like, you don't need those type of people in your life. Even if a person don't understand what you're going through, as long as they can be there to help you and to support mm-hmm. you the best that they can, 
Like, keep those people around. But people, as soon as you come to them with your problems and they want to down talk you or judge you, you don't need those type of people. You're like, they're going to add more stress on your, on your situation. Very much so true. Um, CJ said, uh, speak up, talking to that. Okay, Kim, AJ. Oh, sorry, <laughs> AJ. Um, no, I've never had any problems with like asthma or anything like that. I've been to the doctor and they, you know, check me for all of that. Basically, whenever I go to the doctor, they always tell me it has to be, you know, anxiety and things like that. So mm. they said it's not my asthma. I don't have any problems with my heart, my blood work, everything always come back normal, my vitals. Wow. And I just want to say from our talk earlier, Mm -hmm. um, and you were, you know, you named the three people, you say your sister Nikki, um, and your two Mm -hmm. best friends. Um, I'm being a shout out to your, your sister and your best friends. Like I don't, I, I don't, yep, and you mentioned her as well. I don't, you know, know your sister Nikki personally, but, you know, seems like she has a beautiful spirit. Right, and from the things that you said and how she's helped you, right. that just shows sometimes you don't need a whole lot of people. You just need a few people. Yeah, you just need like a few people that can help you. You get what I'm saying? Like you said, people, and I've seen it in the comments, you just need people that are down for you that really have your best interest at heart because just think if you were just telling your that to somebody who really didn't care about you right. you'll be in worse shape than exactly. you is now that's her sister i just um, find that out today too. <laughs> she said spending a lot of a long time can help with depression it gives you peace and time to find yourself in happiness I agree to a certain, certain extent, extent same here. because you can be by yourself and you have the person on the right, the person on the left, which is the negative and the positive. Right. And that's when more mind battles start, start to kick in when mm-hmm. you're alone mm-hmm. because you can be wanting to do some good things for yourself and then here comes the negative. Now, I don't think you should do that or, you know, you ain't going to never heal. You, you know, right. sometimes it's good if you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Try playing relaxing music with no words, just the sound, different sounds. It works for me. Right. Um, I know sometimes I go into a depressed stage. Right. But mm-hmm. I know how to manage it because, of course, I've been dealing with depression for a very long time. Fine. So when you're able, everybody goes through depression. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're going through in life. Facts. You're going to go through it. I don't care who you are. You're going to you're gonna have anxiety. You're right. going to go through depression. Exactly. And you have those people, oh, I'm good. No, are, are you really good? You have people that are rich. They're not good. Not happy and depressed. You know, so right. a lot of times when you can't, when you choose not to discuss it or talk about it, you're hindering yourself so, from healing mm-hmm. or helping the next person to heal. Exactly. So I'm very proud of you, of course, for coming on, you know, sharing your story because people need to hear it. Exactly. Exactly. It's real life. And you are not exempt from exactly. mental health because you got money, That's because right. you popular. You know what I'm saying? Because of who your mama or your daddy is. Mm-hmm. That means nothing when it comes to internal. Exactly. Like, I just, it, it's opened my mind up to so much more. Because I'm going to be honest, for a while, I, I strayed away from mental health. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I was depressed and didn't even know I was depressed. I just thought it was a part of grieving. Like, honestly, I, 
I didn't know until so, it's like something and you say, man, this can't be normal. Right. Like this, this can't be normal. And I think especially with us sometimes being from the hood, like we are surrounded by trauma and don't even know right. we're surrounded by trauma. You know what I'm saying? It is not normal to know people dying. Boom, boom, boom. That's not normal to see people get shot. That's not, this is not normal. And what we go through, we, you know, we go through it and we, we wear it like it's nothing, but that's not normal. And you just have to think how much of this does it like, how many times does this, it affects you without you even knowing you get what I'm saying? Like you don't, it's crazy. Y'all don't get me started. I want to say like, I think that, um, um when i feel like when you've dealt with some form of depression in your life you're prone to go through another depressive state like when i was younger i did suffer from depression you know i got through that when i had my first son i i had really bad postpartum very bad postpartum didn't even know it was postpartum but it most definitely was postpartum and Mm -hmm. now that i'm suffering from anxiety and panic attacks i'm just like i feel like when you do have some type of form of depression with throughout your life, whether it's when you're younger, you're older, you know, you are prone to go through some other form of depression because, like I said, there are different forms, you know, there are different type of mental mental health issues, yes. and, you know, problems and things like that. And I just feel like I've been depressed and things like that, so I'm more prone to, you know, anxiety and panic attacks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So You understand when you're going to have a panic attack or mm-hmm. you understand the situation that you're in. So in a sense, you can stabilize it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not good if you're not seeking the assistance that you need. Mm-hmm. You might need to have some form of medication just to smooth things out for you. Right. But, again, I'm anti-medication Me when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't like the pills that gave Right, like right, right, right. I hate because, taking pills. Yeah, I don't I like think, them. I think a lot of times, you know, and not the – away, but a lot of times we get in our community ADHD. Mm-hmm. You hyper. You ain't got no ADHD. Not. I'm not. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm not saying that for everyone. But you can just relax a little. No, this person might be dealing with anxiety. This person might be bipolar. It's different components. You know, when you're trying to give a person medication for something, but when you have. Um, what you're experience, pan- experiencing, panic attacks, depression, you got to get something that's going to help stabilize um, you more mentally than anything so that you won't <laughs> live your life day. Sorry, AJ like, in the comments. That's why the, the pills that I did get prescribed, you know, I tried my best not You hear to. him talking about no pills. <laughs> I'm you where you're at, AJ. Listen. The pills they did prescribe me, I tried my best to not take those pills. I tried my hardest to calm myself down as much as I That's can. That's strength right I there. That's strength that you're displaying right there because some people, and to those people know, you know what I'm saying, you do whatever you need to like do, right. what's yeah. best for you. But that's like, you know, the fact that you are at least trying right. to say, I want to do this on my I own know. will. Right. That's awesome. This is something I will overcome. I've overcome so much in my life, and I know this is another test. God is testing my faith. I Hello. I will uh, one day uh, in a couple, uh, I'm going to claim it. Claim and it. a month from now, I'm going to look back and say, I beat it. So in a month from now, y'all, we're going to do this again. <laughs> We're going to speak it. We're going to speak it. And even not necessarily beat it, but if you're better than where you are today, that's a, that's a, 
So I do have a question. Do you guys feel like you can communicate with her? Like, yeah. Okay. So I think we probably linked up something. Right. Okay. Awesome. 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 So you guys, if you have any questions, I think we can, you know, open the floor um, for questions. If you have any questions, if you have, you guys have a lot of comments, but I really love what Erica was talking about. I agree support from your significant other is so important. I also agree, Queen, and I just want to say I have the best boyfriend in the world. You know, whether I'm going through things, whether I'm not going I through I raised things, him no right. No matter what, my boyfriend truly supports me awesome. in everything I do, every aspect of my life. That is my best friend. That's one person I know I can go to, and I don't have to worry about being judged. My past, my present, nothing. Like, my boyfriend has always been supportive. Like, yes. always. And I love you so much, Corey. I love I that. I love their relationship because it's so That's genuine. It's so genuine. I, I love, I like, I don't, I've never told him this. I love her for him. Absolutely love her for him. She balances him in so many ways. He a whole new person. Look at God. <laughs> Lord knows he needed it. So Nell Wade said, did the doctor check your vitamin D level? No, no, they did not. Um, honestly, when I do go get my checkups, they don't even take my whatever I tell them. They don't even take it seriously. That's how they she she makes me feel like she doesn't Whoa. take uh, what. No, it's a lady in West Palm, so I'm actually going to be trying to find me another doctor. But I don't feel like they take my That's an insult. Um, seriously, the only thing they do is x-rays on my chest. When I tell them I'm having problems with my chest, they do an x-ray here, an EKG here, you know, things like that, and tell me, uh, well, your, your vitals are normal. I don't see anything that's in, like, no fluid or anything that's clouding your chest or your lungs, so you should be perfectly fine. fine. And I'm like... You can't tell me what I'm feeling in the inside. I know how my body feels. You can't tell me how, what I'm feeling in the inside. And they don't mm-hmm. They don't suggest, you know, maybe I can send you to this person and maybe you can get a second opinion or they don't. I won't, I'll refer you to this person. Like, they don't do things like that. Sometimes when you feel something isn't right, you need to take they it. They say get ready, a doctor. <laughs> I will, yourself. Tiffany. Because <laughs> a lot of times you can go to doctors and they just want to get paid, right? Right. They don't care about your well-being because... They're not out here, which is out west where we are. So sometimes it's best to get a second opinion, opinion. Right. a third opinion. Right. When you know something isn't right, exactly. you need to go and do what you want. And like my sister said, it should be no reason why every day I'm constantly having chest pains. And I've never had chest pains before. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm not having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, I, I'm still having problems with my chest. I'm still having problems with my breathing. But you guys are telling me that there's absolutely nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm still having these um, these problems. I'm having constant headaches every day, every night. Like, it's, it's just a lot. Like, it's really a lot. Yeah. Uh, Robinson said, it may get annoying, but keep going until you find the right doctor. Do a lot of research and read reviews. I agree. Um, even working in the, the field, you have different type of psychiatrists that, you know, some of them good, some of them bad. Right. Um, but that's with any in any field that you go in. Mm-hmm. You got to go to who you feel you're fit to be with. Right. A lot of times when you go to the doctor, it's best to pray, oh, Lord, yeah. if this the one, you know, send me a sign. If right. you know that this person isn't someone that you want to, you know, talk to, because a lot of times they'll say, hey, you see these degrees on the wall? I've seen it happen. Right. Whoa. Clients come to me and say, you know, my psychiatrist told me, you know, you guys can't tell them anything because 
their degrees. Like, that's crazy. Wow. Really have an issue. Right. So I say pray over it. Right. But you do need to see a psychiatrist. Right. But you got to make sure that you pray first. Oh, because you want to go in and get the help that you need exactly. for the panic attack. Right. So that they can do their assessments on you. Right. Wow. Now, that's that's crazy for somebody to say. But you know what? This also, um, this is like the prime example when people say check up on your strong friends. Right. To me, mental health is like the meaning behind that because you never know what people are going through internally. Like, you never know because when you told me that, I was like, girl, no, you, uh-uh. I was like, what? You did say that. You was like, girl, based off your Facebook page, you always going to joke I would have never. And even I, like, you know, up. yeah, dress like. Up. I know how to dress it up. I know how to dress it up. And it's just, it's a lot for me to even like be here right now and open up because I'm not an open person. I keep a lot of my private life private for a reason you know people like I said people judge you and I don't care who judge me because I'm a normal person I go through things just like what a beautiful beautiful spirit I'm not ashamed to admit that I do have this problem that I'm going through and like maybe it can help someone else feel comfortable enough comfortable enough to open up and talk about it not even with me maybe their friends or their family you know Maybe this no, you definitely gonna get some. I'm being honest. You gonna turn into a, a counselor, and I'm. Let yeah, me tell you, I'm. When I did my video about depression, I had so many people that yeah. I didn't know that I knew just DMing me, and it's just because it's comforting knowing, dang, somebody else is going through what I'm going through. You get what I'm saying? So look, you gonna turn into a mini support system, and that's good because we all need that. All need so it, exactly. I think that's awesome. I would like to transition into like the same topic, but another situation. I wanted to get you all feedback. We're not going to stay on it too long, but do you guys, the situation with the young lady and the baby, right. you know, I seen, I didn't comment, but I seen so many people, you know, some people were saying that this really is, you know, mental health. Some people suffer from this, you know, and then other people were saying that, Hey, like, you ain't that crazy. You know, you got your kids in the car. Like, Siobhan, as a therapist, and, you know, although we're not completely on the inside, what, what do you think about that? It's know. a tough one. A lot of times when people, when you have those individuals that have to go live and have to show face, mm -hmm. they're seeking attention. Right. Because a person that's really battling something and, and really struggling, they're going to do it so nobody can see, see so that right. they can be successful. Right. Right, a lot of times when you have when you're involving kids, you got something going on that's deeper than what you're really showing people. You want attention. You want this person back because of whatever reason. Don't bring the kids into it. I think it's selfish because kids have nothing to do with what grown people are dealing with right. in relationships. So it was selfish on her part. Okay. Can was, I talk about what we mean? You talked about earlier. Yeah. About this. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, at first, I was like, you know, me, you know, dealing with what I'm dealing with. I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's going some, through some things, you know, mental health, postpartum, things like that. But then I seen her stats, like, okay, she just wanted attention. Mm -hmm. But I don't want that to take away from the fact that there are people that are really going through things, and I don't know how to say I don't wanna, want people to take what I'm saying the wrong way because I in no way support, you know, killing your kids because – what what did the kids do? They didn't ask to be here. Right. But I can't say. Me growing up, my mom died when I was four. Um, and my older sister, Nikki, she raised me. 
And you know, before I got with my sister, you know, I just it just was so hard. Like it, it and I used to cry all the time. Like God, why did you take my mama? Because no one, it, it, it's it's a true stand. And I never believed that until I had kids of my own. Like no one will love your kids like you love your Ooh. kids. So that is I, facts. When when people. How can I say this? I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way. Okay, let me give you your disclaimer. This is just her opinion. Right. Please do not get upset about her opinion. We all have them. Right. Okay. Sometimes when when, when people kill their kids and then kill themselves, I can understand why they choose to do it that way. I know when to support that because I'll kill myself before I kill my kids. You know, my kids, they don't deserve that. But I can somewhat understand why they choose to take the kids with them. This world is so cruel. This world is so wicked. Knowing what I went through growing up, I pray to God my kids never have to experience not being here for them. I grew up without my mama. I know what it's like to not have your parents at all. Just no parents at all. Because I have a dad. My dad was not there. He just got into my life as we started getting older. But to grow up without no parents at all and to go through things and you have family members and, and, and people who are supposed to pick up that slack, you know, and be there for you, step up and be that parent. Those are the people that hurt you the most. Yep. Like, like, come on now. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. Ain't nobody going to love my kids like I love my kids. I'm going to just say that. Facts. Ain't nobody going to take care of my kids like I take care of my kids. Ain't nobody going to raise my kids the way I raise my kids. I want my kids to be raised a certain way. How I raise my kids, the next person might not raise their kids that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why some people, when they do kill themselves, they take their kids with them. Because this world is not getting any better. I, I'm scared. My kids are still young, and I'm just scared to know that my kids even have to, the way the world is now. I know a couple years from now, it's not going to be any better. Ooh. So I'm scared. To, I, Girl. I, I, I want my. I wish they can stay young forever because I know this world is not getting any better. I All agree. I can do is continue to be the best mother I can be, pray That's over it. my babies, and still that in them, and just hope that when they get older, you know, whatever I taught them, like they don't, they don't. It sticks. Yeah. And I was saying um, that, like, just being that, you know, I'm Tim's only living parent, um, you know, birth living parent, I I feel like I would hate for my child to have to be left by himself. Like, I would rather, even though this is something I pray, you know, I don't experience, I would rather... I would just rather go through the hurt of losing my child than my child go through the hurt of losing me. You get what I'm saying? It's just a, it's a different hurt. And you know, as a parent, it's your, you want to protect your kid. You know, you don't, you want to protect your baby in any way, shape, form or fashion. So for me, it's, I would say, I will die for him. I will take any, if I could take any hurt and just put it on my back and he walked through life with nothing wrong, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather as a mom hurt, to prevent that hurt from my child. Exactly. But I think... That's why we have to educate our kids. kids. Mm-hmm. Even at an early age, age so, right. they, so that they can understand what you're going to be growing up into. And a lot of times, we can't see the future, right. but we know to... It's scary. Extent, it's, it's scary. Like, what, what it's going to look like. Right. You know? I was only four when my mom died, and, you know, I didn't understand what well, I don't have no memories of my mom you know we barely we have we barely have pictures mm-hmm. of my mom I don't know what she's like I, I can't remember her voice so I can literally re- remember nothing of wow my mom. and I didn't understand that you know my mom's not here until I got older and my sister went to telling me you know this is how she died this is the type of person she was 
I don't want my kids. I don't want my kids to have to. Learn I don't want. I don't. I yeah. The next yeah. I, because I nobody is eating. They may speak the highest of you, but it's one thing to hear how loving your mother was, and another thing to live it. You know, to, just to be able to hug your mama, like hear her voice. Like I will never. That's something I will never get. That's something I will never get, and that's like a hurt and feeling to know, like. Even with what I'm going through, to know that I want my mama so bad to be here, like the baby is gonna be okay. You gonna get through this, and to know mm. I don't, I'm never gonna have that. But I thank God that I have my sister, and I have my my sisters, and my best friends, and my daddy, and my cousins. I'm just happy to know that I do have people, and because some people don't have nobody. Nobody. So. Yeah, and I was um I was thinking, you know, in regards to the situation with the young lady, I think. Hurt is a drug itself. It is. Being hurt is a drug within itself. And, you know, we can all say what we, you know what I'm saying, what we'll do when we're in a situation, what we'll do. Something right. life has taught me, so something really life has you. taught me is right. you can never say never like right. you exactly. do not yeah. know you you don't right. know you know not saying that that is something i would do however i know sometimes when you hurt and you're running off those emotions and you feel like you've you okay we've all been in that situation where we feel like we went through something in a relationship like oh this broke me i'm never gonna right. be the same exactly. end it now mm-hmm. god like we swear it's the worst thing in the world and anybody will say this live life a little bit longer just just live life a little bit longer i guarantee you that you're gonna go through some things and you're gonna be like lord it wasn't it wasn't even that wasn't bad that bad. Exactly. it wasn't even and, that and bad i just want to say like um things like that like when a man hurts you and it gets you to the point where you feel like you want to take your life baby you need to leave that situation love you first love you. you it is somebody out there that will love you and cherish you and treat you how you're supposed to be cherished but if you have, you're with anybody that gets you to the point where you want to kill yourself or kill your, you need to let him go. He is not for you. We have to learn self love. We have to learn self love. Not a lot of times, all, all the, the time. time. The only person I love more than myself is my baby. That's it. Like that's it, and that's because we have a different, a different connection but i don't love any walking human being whose name is not timothy peterson more than i love me because i don't want anyone to be the source of my happiness when you make somebody the source of your happiness they have all control over you all control over you let god be my source and let tim be right <laughs> let tim be right under that but you know i i think love is a beautiful thing when it is done properly but love can break you down if you love the wrong person now that is, that is and just. You just give someone that much advantage over your life, your happiness. Like never let nobody control um, your happiness. Don't never ooh. give nobody that much power over mm-hmm. your life. It is your life. Like you got to do what's best for you right. and what makes you happy. Forget everybody else. Sometimes we forget to make ourselves happy because we're so busy trying to please this person, that person. You have to please you at the end of the day before you can please anybody else because. Sometimes you can never you uh, some you can never please people. Like never. if you do it right, some wrong. If you do it wrong, exactly. some wrong. It don't even matter. Exactly. It. So just do what's best for you and what works for you and what makes you happy. Self happiness is so important. Like you gotta love yourself. But you can't love yourself if you don't know who you are. Exactly. And a lot of times we can say, "Oh, I know who I am." No, I just found out who I was right when I was in my late twenties. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So living life thinking, oh, I'm living casually, but I didn't know who I was. Right. Until I was able to really find out who I am. So right. if you don't know who you are, right. how can you love, love others, others if you can't identify who you are as a person? Right. Exactly. I want to touch on, because I keep going back to this um, same comment, um, Sonia Francois, I hope I said that right. Francois. Y'all got excuse us, we have our babies here. Um, <laughs> she said, I keep my phone on, do not disturb every day. I don't hide messages. I don't like being around people as much. I stay in a dark room. I don't like going on outings, dates, or just hanging out. Ooh. I can remember a time when um, I wore nothing but dark clothing, which was black. So mm-hmm. some people probably say, oh, she wearing that because she trying to look slim. Yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do now. (laughs) But when I had my pastor, um, she's gone to glory now, and she approached me and she stated, "Why are you wearing dark clothes so much? Why is it always black?" I was like, "Black makes me look small." Right. She was like, "No, you're in a dark place." Whoa. So I need for you to start wearing brighter colors. Right. And when she told me that, I went home and I meditated, and I was like my closet and meditating and thinking like she's right so if somebody can pick this out and see this that means i have a problem, problem right. that i didn't even know myself right so once i changed the colors then my life started changing wow so a lot of times when we can't see from the outside but we know what we're dealing with on the inside sometimes it takes for someone to so, correct mm-hmm. us for us to understand and to see oh you really got an issue right so I take constructive criticism. That's, a, that's important. That that's important. Exactly. To accept constructive criticism because not everybody's heart comes from a negative place or a bad place. Mm-hmm. It may sound as such, but sometimes that's the type of stuff you need to hear, mm-hmm. you know, to come to reality. Pray for that spirit of discernment. I would tell anybody, you pray for that spirit of discernment, you know, so you can pick up on energy is real, y'all. Energy is real. You can pick up when somebody is just not, that energy isn't connecting. But when you feel like that energy isn't connecting, don't force it. Realize that is a red flag that's saying, wait a minute, something ain't right, baby. Stop forcing things because we force the wrong things and then wonder why we have so much chaos going on in our lives. So that is, that's something as well. Siobhan, can I ask you a question? Like, what are three tips that you could give someone? Just say that. Is dealing with anxiety, that's dealing with depression, that's dealing with panic attacks. What are like three starter tips that you could give them? Um, I always say find coping skills. And coping skills um, pretty much help you to stabilize whatever you're going through. Right. Because a lot of times we don't, as adults, you have some adults that don't understand what coping skills are. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to break it down. Coping okay. skills are skills that you can use and you probably do it every single day, right? You might cook a lot. That's a coping skill. Right. Some people relax by cooking. Some mm-hmm. people relax by cleaning up. So find something that you do and you love doing it, but you don't even think about, man, I could do this to relax. So utilize your coping skills. Okay. You know, go out, take walks, do something. When you're stuck in that place, don't stay physically stuck yeah. in the house, mm-hmm. in the bed. Oh, I want to sleep. Oh, I want to eat. You got to be able to get out. Right want to surround yourself around like-minded people when you're around like-minded people they're going to help 
to boost and encourage you. You don't want to be around people that's going to be yes people. Right. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right, girl. Yeah. Uh, no, you want to be around people that's going to tell you when you're wrong and you're going to tell you when you're right. Hello. AJ said communicate. That's a good that's one. A big, a AJ said communicate. I see Rashonda said find natural support. Nikki said cleaning. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Look, I'm a pass on that one. All day, every day, and she washed like five times out the week. Like, who? Goodness. That's a good coping skill. Nikki She need to cope over everybody. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So okay. I hope those are. I hope that those are some. I hope that those are some skills that, you know, you guys wrote down. You know, of course, I keep the video up, but I hope that those are some skills that can help you guys, you know, like, because we all, we all need to be a, we need a guide. That's, that's the perfect word. We all need a guide. Sometimes people don't even know how to process what's going on in their mind, you know, like, and me, I think I over-process. Like, right. I, I think I over-process. My boyfriend, he always say, he think about the plan A, if the plan A go wrong, the plan B, C, and right. D. I'm like, bro, you got to chill. He overthinks out of this world. But in a sense, I can understand it. Like, you want to be prepared, mm-hmm. but when you try to over-prepare, I think it harms us to an extent. Like, right. that, your brain has to... Your, that brain has to calm down. So I see Renee said, watching motivational videos will help build your motivation. Um, Rashonda said, oh, Rashonda said self-care. Okay. Because if you don't have any self-motivation, right. you're not going to want to be motivated by anybody else. Listen. I'm a firm believer Ooh. that self-motivation is the best motivation to have because you are always determined to be better than the day before or be better than that situation. Mm-hmm. So if you have no self-motivation, you could come over, you could call me and say, girl, go on and do that. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Motivation starts with, self. starts with self. And I want to say, you know, before I started going through all this, like I started my little dawn treat, you know, hustle I had going on making my treats. That's something I'm very passionate about. You know, I was on like, like this, like mm-hmm. doing it constantly, constantly, constantly. Since I've been going through this, it's to the point where I don't even have that same motivation. I don't have that same drive to do something that I'm so passionate about. So I just really want to get back to me because even though I know I'm me, mentally I don't feel like I'm me. Physically I don't feel like I'm me. So I just really want to get back to who I was before I even started going through any of this. Right. No. And I we talked about that, y'all. To me. Like, Hopefully, you me. know, she'll start like one day a week. You know, like those baby yeah, steps. Yeah. Those baby steps. Definitely, definitely. Because when you you have a passion for it, but mm-hmm. once you gradually ease right. back into it, it'll be natural. And that you. was my coping skill. Like doing treats was my Oh coping. yeah, you gonna we're gonna have to get you back there. We're gonna have to, I see I two things that I see are really helpful. Nikki said I'll turn on my gospel playlist, right. pray and cry. If that is not me, like Cause sometimes you don't know what to say. Like sometimes I don't know how to verbalize everything I've been through in my life. I don't know how to verbalize that hurt. You know what I'm saying? I think I realized this when Tim died. It's a certain place when you go to and you hurt, you don't even have words. All you can do is just like cry. And I don't even, I don't even know if you guys read the Bible, but I, I can't help it. Sorry. I'm gonna talk about God. I like, I don't know if you guys um, read the Bible, but certain stories where you can hear them saying like the person, like you can hear hurt in someone's, you know, like right. they're, I don't even, I don't I'm trying to figure out the word for it. Like, and they're, 
their their moan or their you can just you can hear it like th- that that's just a different that's a different place and LaWanda said something that I really want to touch on. Wanda said us as women need more praying friends than gossiping friends that can right. more praying friends than gossiping friends. That can be a problem too. Changing your circle will change your lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> no go 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 i love it you have to be mature within yourself right because a lot of times we can hang around people and we love them so much but they're not mature within themselves they're old in age right but that maturity level is not there yeah. mm-hmm. so we can say you know we need to hang around like-minded people that's our age no because some people just like the gossip so you got to make sure you know what you're going into just by observing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Observe. Listen, I mm-hmm. go around so many different people. I have been around so many different people, and I'm friends with people that's not even from there. Mm-hmm. People are drawn to me. Why? Wow. I'm like, right. I'm not even, I, I never considered myself a people person. Mm-hmm. I was always shy, more reserved than anything. But now that I'm able to just talk to people and just hear people, and different things it's like okay i understand life better now mm. so once you get because you're people, experiencing you're it experiencing different people you got to get outside of bell not move away but you got to get outside and see. yeah yeah and I'm going to say this also. I'm I am all for the women groups. I love them. I'm going to say this and I hope you guys take it as love. Ladies we have to stop tearing each other down. We have, like, stop coming in the form of wanting to help somebody. And you know that if, if there's any ill intent in your heart towards that person, leave them alone. Because I'm being honest. If you come to me and I'm already damaged and I confide in you, you're damaging me more than a man is because I viewed you as my sister. And you just tore me down like i think we have to understand that like when you get on social media and yo oh you just you get you read her for filth you're tearing another person down like you i'm just being honest like we have to and don't think people don't make me mad you know that's not the case yes lord that's not the case but it's how do you handle when you're upset how do you handle when you're hurt you know what i'm saying we really have to love more love on each other more when you tell a lady hey you know you're so beautiful today you probably made her day some we don't we take the little things for granted you know what i'm saying i always tell people you look beautiful i love this i love that because people don't hear those small things on the daily you will be surprised what people don't get that we take for granted the love that we get on the daily some people don't have an ounce of it like just yeah Nikki said, you have to get it out. Give him the praises despite what despise what you're going through. I've been through so much. I don't think there's nothing. Hold on. I don't think there's nothing I can't get through. And I let my sister know that. We've struggled together, made it through together. Hello. Sure has, sister. I, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Angela Lumbert said, what would be the problem for someone who can go to work sober, but as soon as they're off, they are drinking nonstop? I know people go to work drunk. Really? <laughs> and it's almost like, how can you go to work under those influences? Influences, right? 
But sometimes people can work a long day and they're right. sober, but when they get off, they want to have a little sip. Right. But sometimes a sip turns into a sip and sip and sip. And, and, and yeah. now it's become um, an addiction. And, yeah, and a lot of times we think, and you have to be mindful of um, different things that you do, what we might consider skills, it can become an addiction. Mm. A lot of things that we do are um, daily routine or da- daily habits, those are addictions. Right. But what are you gaining or getting out of that addiction? Right. Is it a good addiction or is it a bad addiction? So if someone is coming, getting off of work and they're drinking, they need to really go to AA. And I'm going to say this. I see it, Selena. In the comments, you know, just saying how you have to pray and how God is a healer. And I just want to send love to her because the fact that you're able to encourage anyone after what you've just been through, that says so much about who you are as a person, your relationship with God, the love that you have for other people. Like unintentionally, you're being an example. You know, you are being an example on how to handle life when it's not fair. And I will say this, you've done it beautifully and gracefully. So, yeah. Tiffany, mine too. Shopping is my addiction. Yeah. <laughs> my bed is my addiction. I love my bed. <laughs> I think Amazon has turned into every. Didn't you just say you ordered a book from Amazon? <laughs> I have never I'm the Amazon queen. Listen, y'all want to order anything off Amazon, come to me first. I'm going to give you the rundown of everything. <laughs> I love Amazon. I need to be a spokesperson. Oh, Angela Lumford said, would you say they are battling from some form of depression or demons? Ooh. It's, it's depression. Anytime a person has to seek any type of substance to relax mm-hmm. that substance abuse. So that pretty much means they need help. So you want to get them the help before it gets to the point to where nobody can tell you anything. Because as a, a user, a substance abuse user, be it alcohol, drugs, any type of opioids, they're going to go to that for their comfort right. and healing right. versus me talking to somebody that I know can you know right. help me to get through it. So that's their form of getting through whatever it is that they're going through. Right. Yes. And yes. let me just say that when you turn to drugs and, um, you know, alcohol and things like that, that comfort that you get at that moment is only for that moment because the moment you sober back up, mm-hmm. you have to face reality. You got to, that's you what, have a lot of times people don't it's a temporary fix. Right, it's a temporary, it's a temporary fix. It's a temporary fix. A lifelong problem until Ooh. you get the proper treatment that you, ha- that you need to get. Facts, 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 facts. Yes, yes, I completely agree. You guys, bear with us. Just bear with us. <laughs> I'm just going through the comments, going through the comments. Renee said, if you don't have a friend that can motivate you, pray with you and tell you when you are wrong and when you are right. I'm That's- that friend. I'm going to tell you when you're wrong and when you're right, and I expect the same in return. And I don't. I feel like as a friend, I should be able to come to you not only when it's when you're right, but when you're wrong, and you should be able to accept my criticism and not feel no type of way. Just know it's coming from a good place, mm-hmm. and I have a no ill intentions when I do correct you when you're wrong. Like yes, yes, be honest with me, be honest with me, because that's the only way we're going to grow. Right. That's the only way we're going to grow. Need you in my corner, if you're just gonna 
Um, if I'm yes, doing something yes, you know yes, I have yes, no business yes. doing, and you, that's right, friend. Yes, it, no, yes, no, yes. no, I don't need those. Tell me. I, tell me when I'm wrong. And put I don't want to be out here looking ignorant for nothing. Right. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to say this. Um, Y'all have to, like, and I say this all the time. I am not on here to try to, you know, convince y'all on what way to go with your religion. But I do feel like just me personally Take it to God, you know, take it to God. You don't have to know the Bible inside out to pray. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to, no, you don't have to do that. Cause I don't even go to church every Sunday before quarantine started. I wasn't going to church every Sunday. If we're going to be honest, but I make it my intention and my purpose to get to know him. You know what I'm saying? Not people that know him. Let me get to know him. And when you just focus in on God just a little bit, he's going to do some big things. He will do some great big things in your life. You know, you just have to stay the fight, stay the course and don't give up. I know it's hard, but do not give up. It is sunshine on the other side of that storm. You just have to keep pushing. And we also have to like remind ourselves, like, don't go to God. When you're down, like when you go, when you want something, yeah, like right. even that's when right. I'm going, I could be going through my darkest time. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm gonna thank you, God, mm-hmm. thank you for everything I'm going through right now. Like you have to constantly thank Him and let Him know, like you appreciate Him, even when you're going through troubles, even when when life isn't going the way you wanted to go. Still thank Him because He He allowed you to see another day. And guess what? You're gonna get through it eventually. Yes. So don't just go to God when you want something or you need something. No, you have to go to Him when you're up, when you're down, when you're sad, when you're lonely. You just always like go to Him. And I don't try to push my beliefs on nobody because I feel like you have to have your own personal experience, you know, for yourself to get to know Him for yourself. Right. So right. I have my own relationship with God. You have to have your own relationship with God. Yes. So. Agreed. So. <laughs> Girl, look, don't get me started. Um, before we close, is there anything you guys would like to say? I usually let the guests close because, you know, I I like this is just yeah, I let usually let y'all close, but before going there, I would like to thank you guys so much. Can I um yeah, go ahead. Yes. What are some of your coping skills when you have when you're having panic attacks and no is there physically? Do you journal? Um now, honestly, I don't have any coping skills. Yes, that you do. I, you have them. You just got to burp them right out. Right. I like I said, whenever I'm having a panic attack or something like that, I always call somebody that I know can um, assist me with that situation because, you know, you can have people around you and you can tell them what you're g- going through and they can be like they understand, but they don't truly know understand what you're going through. Like mm-hmm. there, uh, sometimes I can't even describe majority of the things I be feeling when I'm having a panic attack. Like I can't even form words to describe that. So um, my coping skills so far has just been whenever you're feel like an attack coming on, just try to take deep breaths, count to ten. Your sister you know. says she, you come to her. <laughs> So she your coping skill. What has been helping me so far is just take deep breaths. You know, any negative thoughts, because when you're having an attack, you have so many negative Mm. things that's just left and right. And it's just a million words that one, like just all together at the same time, you don't know what to think. So just any negative thoughts, you know, just know that it's only temporary. It's not going to last forever. Try your best to remain calm. Try your best to calm yourself down as much as possible. And if you feel like it's not getting any better or anything like that, like seek professional help. There's nothing wrong with going to seek professional help. 
There's nothing wrong at all. No, no. That's that's why they're there. That's why they are there, honey. Like God didn't put all these people in position, you know. Out some, I said God, because some people they were not put in position. They just got there. God didn't put all these people in position to for us to say, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a cook with it at home." You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want to inbox me, sweetie, I can um, invite you to this awesome um, panic attack and anxiety. Stress group that I'm in, and trust me, when yes. I tell you that group helped me so much. Whenever I'm going through anything, that is the first thing I turn to. Um, if That's I awesome. I, I have a bunch of Bible scriptures dealing with you know anxiety and things like that that I can send to you, so you can look you at can you. Look at you, and I can help you because you know I I didn't have any help. I just did my research on my own. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I did yeah, my yeah. research on my own. So, I, I, they never even really diagnosed me with anxiety until, like, a month after I started having my symptoms. Mm. But I instantly knew what I was going through. Right. So, um, if I can help anybody. My you know, they say open. we go through things right. to help other people. Right. So, that's awesome. And it's Selena say, buy the lemon. The bitterness from the lemon help curve your thoughts. I never thought of that. that okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Are there any questions? You know, because I did want us any. If you guys have any questions, please drop them below. Um, we'll try to answer them if we can. If not, we're going to take it. Isn't that how they say? It? Um, like when you in politics, we'll take that question and get back with you. <laughs> she said, "I love it, Erica. Spreading the knowledge. Yes, quick. Yes, and relaxing music can help. I tried that when I'm going through my panic attack. I just be wanting to be." Hush, just oh. hush. Like, just <laughs> let me focus on getting me right first. And then, you know, I sometimes I just, like, let me see your hand. Sometimes I just grab my friend hand like this, and she'll just, like, sit there with me. Mm. And I'll just grab her hand and hold her hand until I calm myself down. I don't know. You know, different things work for different folks. Mm-hmm. I haven't truly found what works for me the best, but I do have multiple ways of how I deal with it that I feel like works for me. I don't know what truly works for me, though. And let me say this, I think of, I'm being honest, I think there were a lot of things today that stop, almost stop you from coming, you know, a lot, a lot, yes, okay, y'all, so let me, I'm not going to tell y'all exactly what happened, but just like a brief, is it like, okay, so, like, we had planned this um, last week or whatever, and we had talked, you know, via text, we're like in a little trio, we had talked via text. Everything was good. Last yesterday, I text everyone. You know, just you know, just confirming, and she didn't respond. So I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe she's busy with the kids. You know, cause she got a man, she got a kid, she got her friend, she got her, so she got life going on. So, but then today I seen something, and I was like, okay, let me call her. And then you know, I was like, okay, you know what? Don't even worry about coming on. So then I called, went, stopped by your house. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'll come on. You know, I'm feeling better. I'll come on. Okay, awesome. So I called Siobhan. Like, okay, Siobhan, she coming on. You know, we're good to go. Um, Because we were still going to do the segment. But Siobhan said at best, you were a missing piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So very happy to have you here. And so at 8 o'clock, she texted me. She texted us and said, you guys, I'm not going to be able to make it. So I was like, okay. And Siobhan texted her, you know, a nice encouraging thing. And when Siobhan got to my house, I'm like, Siobhan, should we call? Should we not? Should we call? Should we not? And Siobhan kind of confirmed it for me when she was like, 
I felt like I should have said something else, but I didn't. I was like, huh, you call. Huh, I gave her my phone and she called. And then she was like, well, wait, I have the kids. Wait a minute. Uh Uh-uh, girl, your kids are my nieces and nephew. Bring them over here. We got a TV. We got a playroom. We could bring the kids. And yes. So it was like so many things. And then I'm like, where are you at? Okay, we went for court. It was just so many things that happened today. And I thank you so much for pushing through because the main, I couldn't see all the comments, but the main thing that I see is people saying, wow, somebody else is going through this. I can't believe this. You know, I thought it was only me. This is so helpful. I love this topic. And I'm so thankful that you push through i thank you for pushing through and i thank you for not shutting down when we called your phone and you was like oh (laughs) literally i'm really proud of myself because like this is not something that i'm very shy like anybody that know me know i'm shy i'm i'm a i'm a well likable person but at the same time i'm so shy and you seen we was praying my hand was shaking yeah i'm like oh gosh let me just calm my nerves but i'm really happy i did this and i hope i really touch somebody and that's you know that was my main that was my main purpose like Mm -hmm. that's really why I wanted to do this because you know I talked about it with my sister I talked about it my boyfriend and my boyfriend was like um you know you know you putting people in your personal business and I'm like babe I don't look at it as in me putting people in my personal business I look take it as in this can help somebody like I this can touch somebody and help somebody if I could just touch one person and help them you know, let them know you're not alone. I go through the same thing, girl. Mm. I go through the same thing. You know. Yes. So I'm just happy. That it's I, beautiful. I it's beautiful. It's beautiful because you're going to always have those people that talk. You're going to always have the people that talk. And I think, you know, in our culture, we're taught you don't tell anybody what goes on in this house. You keep it in this house. And I'm just so happy to see us breaking down those barriers, you know, transforming our mindset because we didn't go through these things just to go through these things and hurt. We we're going through what we're going through for a reason and a purpose. You have to find the reason and the purpose for which why you're going through your situation. So, you know, I can I can only speak on depression and anxiety, but nowhere near to the degree that Erica does. And I'm sure it's somebody with a degree higher than Erica. You get what I'm saying? It's different levels to it. But I thank you. I thank you so much. I just want I just want to read the positive comments that are coming to you. Um, Let me go up. Queen said, keep pushing, Erica. I'll be praying for you. Thank you so much, Queen. Um, some, Tiffany said, Erica, do you mm-hmm. feel better now that you've talked about this publicly? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I can honestly say I do feel better. You know, yeah. I've addressed um, my anxiety and stuff. Like, I made posts and shared posts, you know, about anxiety, but I've never full out, fully came out and just said, oh, yeah, I'm suffering from panic attacks and anxiety. So I do feel a lot better that I, that I opened up and talked about it. Like, I really do feel better. Deja said, I done smiled through this whole video. As I've always told you, you're much stronger than what you're going through and I'm so proud of you for taking this step. We got this. I know that's right. I love you so much because y'all listen, my best friend is big and pregnant. I live on the third floor. My best friend is big and pregnant. I call her three o'clock in the morning. Best friend. I'm having trouble. My best friend fly over there. Climb we got four flights of stairs. She gotta come up. And she's big and pregnant. And every time I call her, I don't care what time it is, my best friend come every time. And Deja, I really love you, and I appreciate you, you so much. You keep her. Keep her. girl, I love you. So proud of I you, love Erica. So much, you know, we've had our one-on-one conversations, you know. And I'm just happy. Like, I I, I don't know Tashay like that. She did my hair. 
And when she did my hair, I love so BB. Had, I'm so proud of like her we growth. Had this connection. Like we had this connection in so many similar, like we, we were so similar in so many ways for me to not know this girl, never met her a day in my life. And I just felt so comfortable just talking to her. And I'm so, I, I'm happy I have you, Tasha. And I tell you all the time, I love you. Um, baby D, I love you so much. And I thank you. You know, I you know this is what, what it's about. This is you know, I get on here and I laugh and I joke sometimes, but this is this is the why for me. Like mm-hmm. this is the why for us to come together and we make these connections and we we're honest and we're transparent. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why I have this whole studio set up, this is why. This moment is why. You know what I'm saying? Like for this for healing this is why yes it's needed so i'm yeah i'm just i'm 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 you did great you did you did great honey siobhan you did great and thank you siobhan for you know helping set that tone for helping set that tone and look um scuba jones said i love you <laughs> so like, I, I just and I want to acknowledge the love that you're getting. You get what I'm saying? Because we need that. We need that. Siobhan, I seen people tagging you, you know, saying, Okay, I get it. I get why I'm going through this now. Okay, I can use that skill. Because sometimes it's just that we don't know. It's not that we don't want to or you know, we don't know or we don't have the resources. But you guys, and I remember this, Siobhan, and I wanted to commend you for this when the pandemic started i seen you made a status and you said i would be doing free therapy oh, sessions i had people like i had friends that i had to get to take some of those people i was like But you know what? I thank you. I thank you for doing it for our community because I didn't see anybody else. You know, no, this is no shade. I didn't see. I'm not saying there were not them. And it's still needed because it's more higher than it was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So now, like, the depression level, the anxiety level, it's way higher now than it was before. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do is just, you know, just keep people calm, even though I'm working in Okeechobee. You know, I have people calling me or inboxing me, and I do what I was designed to do, what I was created to do, and it's to help other people get through any type of situations that they're going through. Yes. And at the time, they helping me as well. Right. So it's like a give and take for me. So awesome. I don't take it's beautiful. for granted when I'm helping someone else. I don't consider it work. I consider it helping because you're walking in your purpose exactly if it was only work for you you would need to see a check before you even pick up a phone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but when you're walking in your purpose it's so natural that girl i can't help but th- i cannot help but console you or you know become your therapist when you call me just to say hey how you doing and something is led on my heart mm-hmm. and something i love you said when you went to school to be a mental health therapist you also it tied back into god you know i think that is a amazing like and Siobhan was like I don't know what God gonna leave me I'm like girl do you whatever he tell you to tell us do you so and can I say one thing yes go ahead with this pandemic you guys um when it first started happening you know I was constantly watching the news all the negative reports about it you guys just do what's best for you protect yourselves the best you can do not watch the news try to stay away from all that stuff because that's going to send you into a panic attack. You, it will literally make you have anxiety. When I, I went to the hospital, I done been to the hospital about eight times within the last 
two months, maybe more Word. than that. See, Black Word. said. <laughs> Listen, every little thing that that goes on me, I instantly think coronavirus, and I don't been tested before and everything. I'm like, girl, now you know you ain't got no virus. The you're not even leaving the house. The same thing ain't got nothing to do with coronavirus, but you in your mind. You know, mm-hmm. thinking you got coronavirus. So, you mm-hmm. guys, just do what you have to do to protect yourselves, you know, and try not to let this stress you out because if you do, stress can kill you. Ooh. It can literally kill you. Yeah. Yes. So. So, um, I always, I'm a giver. I'm a natural giver. Right. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is giving. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to receive. Right. Because I feel like. You know, just being able to bless somebody Someone else, you know, is a blessing, is a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I thought about, um, what can I give them? What can I bring? And I've been doing shirts because, you know, right. a little downtime. <laughs> so I'm right. trying to give back as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I made you two ladies some my mind. Yeah, you know, I love glitter. Glitter. <laughs> I love glitter. <laughs> Okay. It says Thank my you. matters. And I wish you guys can see. Let me let me see if I can this. bring it up. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you got So if you see if you look I at the bottom, this. the bottom word is more spaced out and right. I was able to um give a few of those shirts. I love them. Um, we need to wear them together. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we need, we need yeah. We do. So the word at the bottom, it's more separated because mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't think about you know, seeing a therapist or seeing, talking to friends right. so that your issues can come, come together, together to help you to heal. So the matters is spread it out so right. that you can see eventually it'll come together, come together right. so you can heal. Right. So that was one of the things I was like, I'm I love it. of different ways I love to it. be creative. So I just and it's green. And I want to say well, you can still so, make them. I can still <laughs> make them. I most definitely can, but my day just been so hectic and it's been crazy. And I'm just happy that I was able to. I'm, do you alone, you your presence alone yeah. is better than strawberries. And you know, I love food. <laughs> so, you know, that meant just, you know, your presence alone has been better than anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you guys are wondering, we have one green because that is the, you know, universal color for mental health. So I told Siobhan she could wear her own shirt because usually if you have a business and you come on, you know, my platform, I'm just thankful that you're here. So I want you to, you know, promote your own business right. while you're on here. And she was like, no, I want my own shirt. So <laughs> I made sure she had her shirt, but you guys please make sure you follow Erica because we're going to go ahead and speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. You will see very very soon that she will be having some treats for sale my last sweet and tasty treats yes 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 and you guys make sure you follow Siobhan because she wears shirts she does shirts and right. I'm gonna wear my shirt we're gonna wear my shirt we, we gotta pick the day to wear yeah I'm wearing my shirt I'm exactly. wearing my shirt so we will. I will we will we will we will okay will. so you know anything you guys would like to say in closing before we um, the only thing that I want to say is, um, being of color, <laughs> I think that it's important that we shy away from being insecure about talking about the issues that we really have, which is depression, anxiety, or any other type of, um, disorder that you might be experiencing. The way to get healing is to talk about it, to get to the root of any issue that you have, so that you can heal. So, I mean, 
you don't have to come to me, but you can find different therapists. It's a lot of therapists in the area. Um, if they'll see you, you can go through any um, agency. Um, I work with Legacy, of course, um, in Okeechobee, so I'm not in the Bellevue area. But if you need anything as far as, you know, anything, if you want to just talk about something briefly, we can. If you have any questions about what works, I'm always there. My inbox stays open. If I don't get back to you right then, I'm coming. I'm <laughs> awesome. I'm trying to come. You know, I'm trying to answer as many um, messages as I can. But just know that I'm here. I'll pray for you. Pray with you. No, I won't pray for you. I'll pray with you. Hello. Because if you don't work for yourself, I can't work for, for you. you. Yes. So this is a great, a great. This is probably. Probably one of my, no, this is probably my best, my best recording. Yeah, I I love this episode. It's very dear to my heart. I hope you guys can continue this link up, you know. So I'm, you know, I, look, you ain't got, look, and she going to answer the phone. If she don't, I know where she's staying. (laughs) So I thank you guys once again. I thank you, Erica. Anything you you would like to say in closing? I just thank you ladies for even giving me this opportunity Siobhan, I thank you for everything. I, I genuinely do from the bottom of my heart. And Jazz, I love you for this. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. And You're everybody so that's awesome. been watching and commenting, you know, and um, for being here with us the whole entire time, giving their inputs, I just thank you guys. And like I said, my inbox is open to anyone who's, you know, experiencing the same thing or going through things. I'm a very, you know, you can come to me. Trust me. You can come to me. She has like the most genuine heart. She has such a genuine heart. Like, and my baby is funny acting. When I tell you, he loves life out of her. He loves life out of her. He, you know, he think you his girlfriend. (laughs) He think he think this is he think you his girlfriend. I told you. (laughs) But I thank you guys so much for joining us, and I think we can just end it with saying you are amazing. You are overcomer. You will get through this. One day at a time and just believe in yourself. You have whatever it takes. Just believe in you. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a good night.